Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Today, my friends, I'm going to give you some really, really important information. And um, if you're smart, you'll hang on for the whole show. If, for whatever reason, you have to leave because you have to go back to work or something and you're driving somewhere and you've got to get out, you need to go back and listen to this on the uh, podcast because I'm going to take the entire show to make a point, a point which, if you understand it and take action on it, you could become a multimillionaire in a very short period of time. If you don't, you might possibly lose a great fortune. It's that drastic of an idea. And I would say it's a theory. And properly phrased, it would be considered a theory. But I don't think it's a theory because hindsight is twenty twenty, And I've seen it happen before. That's the one beautiful thing about being old. You've already seen it all happen. And when you've seen it all happen, you look back and you see signs that, hey, I know where that's leading. And that's leading to this possible disaster. Now, what you have to understand is that every possible disaster has a silver lining. There's a yin and a yang to everything in life. And when something is astronomically bad, that's creating massive opportunities for something else to be very opportunistic. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's opportunistic to take advantage of. And today, that's the point I'm going to try to make. I'm going to build this point over the next three segments here and finalize it in the fourth segment. But the bottom line is you have to hear the facts about what I'm talking in reference to to make it work. All right. So we're going to start out with this question. What drives inflation? Well, you have your base factors that start things. Number one, and the biggest one, is the Fed spending money. So as of this moment, the Fed starting, even I think with Donald Trump, started spending money to try to fight COVID. Then Biden came in and just went, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs with the Democratic agenda. So all that money being spent and stuffed into the, into the coffers uh, created the beginnings of this inflation. Now... Let's add to that. Let's make the inflation bubble look even worse. Let's add to it the fact that the um, the ability to get goods and services was curtailed. The supply chain was crunched. Now you can't buy stuff, and that makes stuff more expensive. If you can't get to it, people are going to bid the prices up on it, right? Now let's add to the end of that. Now that they are opening those supply chains up, now people have pent up desire. So now people are going to buy at a much more rapid pace, volume to volume of what they normally would buy, even of the same products, because 
they've got pent-up need. So now you've got this spending being hit by three different things at the same time, right? Still have a little of each. The Democrats don't seem to want to slow down. They, they did this student debt thing and made it even worse. And, you know, that's trillions. They can't figure that one out. They have no idea how much that one's going to cost. Uh, but again, we know that's going to lead to inflation. Any normal human being can figure that one out. Now, maybe not if you don't have a high school education and don't understand economics at all. Or maybe if you're just flat a Democrat and don't understand economics at all. One of the two. Uh, but the bottom line is there are people out there that don't understand economics. Now, the rest of us actually went through school and learned math and science and business and economics. You know, it's pretty simple stuff. We're not, you know, rocket scientists, but we at least understand that you can't create massive, massive inflation and expect it to go away in a day. And that's really where we're going with this thing, that this inflation has got to keep going. That's one of the first secrets. The Dems wanted to tell you right out of the blocks that, okay, this was momentary inflation. I don't know if you even remember that far back. Most people can't remember what happened to them two weeks ago. This was way back when the Dems took over and there was massive inflation. They said, ah, it's momentary inflation uh, because the supply chains have been tied up, but that's going to go away. Well, it didn't go away. In fact, it got worse. So they proved they didn't know what they're talking about. And so what do they do? They lie. And they're going to continue to lie to you on all of the left news stations. They're going to continue to lie about that. By the way, you need to understand, I'm not, I'm not a Republican, okay? I'm a libertarian. I'm sitting in the middle shooting off, you know, shotgun wads at both sides here for stupidity. Uh, and I can go off on the Republicans too, but it just this one's the Democrats' fault, okay? Bottom line. So we're looking at the situation. And we're seeing they've created all this inflation, thinking it's just going to find its way gone. But therein lies the real problem that they don't really understand. And I'm going to read to you an article that just came out today that just slapped me in the face. It hit me so hard that I realized, oh, my gosh, I'd even forgotten about this part of the problem that occurs with inflation. So let me go ahead and read some of it to you. It's called Inflation Cloud Stellar Sales Totals as Consumers Go Shopping. Terrible, terrible uh, title. goes on and says, a pair of drivers back positive retail momentum. Store-based retail sales, which excludes automotive and gasoline purchases, as well as those online or at bars and restaurants, ascend to a record high in August. Much of this gain, however, was likely driven by rising prices, as inflation has sustained levels above 7% so far this year. By the way, they're 8.6 the last time we checked. Nevertheless, even after adjusting for inflation, core retail sales are up nearly 19% from pre-pandemic tally, aided by a record national job count and easing gas prices, which are freeing up household wallets for in-store purchasing an ongoing shift in consumer behavior, one which has emphasis on physical locations, is providing additional support with foot traffic and most store types near the 2019 level. Now, let me throw this in there, and I don't think this is in the article. That's just what's happening in the stores. People are going back to the stores. You see people at the restaurants. You see people at the stores. I just bought like 15 things over the Internet in the last day or two. 
People are buying anything and everything they want. Now, why is that? Well, one of the reasons, and it's not in this article, I don't think, it's been in other ones that I've read to you, was that there, the savings rate right now coming out of the pandemic is one of the highest savings rates ever. So people had a lot of money. They weren't spending it on going out to eat. They weren't traveling. They weren't doing vacations. They weren't doing all that stuff. They weren't buying new cars because there was no new cars to buy. Hence, they had a lot of money in the savings accounts, and now they're spending it all. Now, as they spend that money out, that's more money that's being thrown into the system at a faster rate than it's normally going into the system. Hence, inflation. So now they're talking about in this article what's going to happen during the holidays. And they're saying the merchants are expecting prices are higher because people have money. And it goes on and says, estimates place household spending for school back to school. Before we even get to Christmas, back to school spending is high. Returning to a rough average of $860 per elementary student, uh, which is up 24% from 2019. Meanwhile, household back to college spending is $1,200 per student, up 23% since 2019. So then it goes on and says, restaurant patronage is still a very high percentage. It's up 17%. And this consistency indicates individuals and families are dining out and socializing much like before, despite higher prices. Again, why is that? One, because they can get out and they want their freedom again. Two, they've got money to spend. Make sense? I told you I was going to give you one of the secrets of today's message, and I will. It's going to start out being framed this way. Uh, understand that all the things we talked about in the first segment is driving inflation. And reading from this article right here, it says, Emerging headwinds to affect consumers' decisions. CPI rose more than expected in August, up 8.3% on an annual basis, and inflation outpaced hourly wage growth. Additionally, the U.S. personnel savings rate fell 5.1%, 360 basic points below the recorded amount in the start of 2022. So there it is. Savings rate is down 3.5% from the beginning of the year. Just like I was talking to you about in the last segment, people are starting to spend their money. They're not saving anymore. And that in itself is helping to snowball inflation. Think about it. Inflation doesn't go up if everybody spends the same amount all the time. It's not that they're spending that creates inflation. It's increased spending that creates inflation, right? To where the system can't keep up with the demand. When there's more demand than there is supply, you get inflation. So what's happening now is all the things we talked about in the first segment that the government did, that the supply chain problems did, the fact that there's all this pent-up desire has done, created all this demand, and now the people are liquidating their savings, which is throwing more money into it, right? And we haven't really felt yet what's going to happen from this forgiving all this college debt. All this stuff is still in a positive way driving inflation. But that's not what I want to talk about. All that is yes, 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 and yes still going on. And inflation is still being driven. But I'm going to talk to you about something that is not in this article that this article stimulated me, and actually either this one or another one did somewhere, I read some, which said this, is that people are in a hurry 
to buy things before the prices go up. There it is. During Jimmy Carter years, I remember people, including myself and other people, making decisions based on this. I might as well go ahead and buy that car right now because six months from now, that car is going to cost $5,000 more. That's 19% inflation, whatever it was back then. And by the way, so you'll know, they don't count inflation the same way anymore. So if we've got 8.6, we've probably got 16.6 inflation. They won't tell you that, but it's true. You can believe me if you want to look it up. You can look it up and, and verify that's a fact. Or you can try to bring somebody on that actually knows and have them debate me. Because then I'll go look it up and debate them and win. Because I know for a fact they change the way they count inflation. You all know it too if you follow any kind of news or anything like that. So... Back in Carter's day when it was 16% and now it's 8.6%, it's just a matter they change the number. So what happens now? When people start realizing every couple of months something goes up in price, they get it now. You start front-end loading demand for things. Things they go, you know, by next year we're going to need a new car. Buy it now. By next year our furnace is going to be 20 years old. We better get another one. No, buy it now. By next year, we need to renovate this apartment complex. No, do it now. Because everything you put off is going to cost you 10 or 20% more to do six months to a year from now. And so when you front load everything, it's as bad as there being a supply chain crunch. Because the supply chain puts out X. When the supply chain went down to X minus Y, it became smaller, There was a problem, inflation. But when demand becomes X times 2, that's just as bad as the supply chain going down. It can't keep up. And so you want the new Apple phone? You better get it today. It's going to be gone by next month. They won't be able to keep up the supply. And so what you will do is you'll be waiting on the doorstep of Apple. I actually was in the store. This is a funny story. I was in the store the day before it changes. said, where's all your phones? He goes, oh, we took them all off the counter. Why? Because tomorrow's the new phone. So in other words, they don't want anybody to buy the old phone anymore. They still have them. They don't want anybody to buy it. They don't want to buy the new phone. So they put it out there. But what if, you know, this initial supply of new phones is not enough and they get sold out? Well, then the price of them has to go up as they resupply the supply chain, and there's more inflation. And when people start saying, well, hey, I saw it go up $5, $10, $10, $20, $50 from when I went in there, and there was not one to now, I better buy one now. In fact, I better buy two. I better buy one for me and one for my daughter, one for my kid, one for my dad, one for my husband, because they're just going to keep going up. And that's the part of the inflation curve that the Democrats are not going to tell you about. I don't even think the Republicans will tell you about it. Maybe they don't even remember. I mean, congressmen, senators, congressmen are probably on average 35, 40 years of age. Senators on average are 50, 60 years of age. These dudes and dudettes have never even lived through this stuff let alone can remember back that far or care to remember because everything they do has a political curve to it. And nowhere in the political curve do they want to let you know in advance that they're going to start a buying frenzy. 
This inflation that we have right now will, in the near future, start a buying frenzy. I knew this was going to happen, and that's why I went out and bought 10 more commercial buildings last year and the beginning of this year, because I saw it coming. And I said, I got to buy as much as I can buy before this frenzy starts, because once this frenzy starts, it's going to blow up. Now, let's talk about what happens here. The Fed knows that, even though the politicians know it, won't admit it or don't know it. The Fed understands the show, and that's why they are massively attacking this inflational-type move. And when we come back from a break, what I want to do is I want to go into exactly what the next couple of steps are going to be and, importantly, start covering what you should be doing. Although what I'll really be telling you is what I am going to be doing, and if you're smart, you're going to follow along. If you're not, you're going to be eaten alive by inflation, end up with a stock market uh, amount of money that's worth almost nothing because it will inflate your paper money to next to nothing. And you're going to be just, well, out of luck, all because you wouldn't heed a 65-year-old man's history story. That's where you're headed. So we'll take a short break, and when we come back, I'm going to give you the rest of the insight. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's going to crash. It's going to be better next year. It's, I've got to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? I go, and you're not rich yet? Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop, lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today I've been uncovering a secret that's coming out that most people don't know. The Fed probably understands, but the politicians, if they did understand, wouldn't tell you the truth anyway. But I'm telling you that this could be the secret to massive wealth or it could be the secret to the complete demise of your financial situation for your family. If you understand or don't understand or take advantage of or don't take advantage of what I'm sharing with you here today in this show, that's how important the show is. You need the entire show to understand it. Uh, you cannot just grab five minutes of it or one segment of it and understand the whole thing because you need the facts based 
uh, on all of it to be able to tie it together and make it work. So we're back now. And we're going to talk next about what the Fed's doing. Okay, well, I've proven the point that inflation is just out of control and continue, going to continue to be out of control. Now, the Fed knows that. They realize what I've been saying is true, that this inflation has not even close to slowed down. So, got an article in front of me that says structural inflation drivers prompt rate hike, real estate capital markets responding. And then it goes on and says the Federal Reserve enacts the fifth rate hike this year. Think about that. Five rate hikes in one year. Following the accelerated core CPI inflation and ongoing above average hiring last month, the Federal Reserve raised the overnight rate by 75 basis points at its September meeting. This is the third consecutive rate hike of this magnitude. Even though they've increased it this much and this high, it's still not enough, and they know it. In fact, they're saying uh, they're looking at doing another rate hike in November, right? So it goes on to read, September also marked an increase in the level of Fed balance sheet reductions to estimated $95 billion per month. So we got to look at this thing. We're raising the interest rate, right? And we're, they're, they're getting rid of their balance sheet. Now, what does that mean? When they have a balance sheet, they've bought debt, and when they buy debt, they're elevating the interest rate by propping up the interest rate by buying debt. By lowering the amount of debt on their balance sheet, the banks now have this money that they can't get those high interest rates for because the government isn't giving them the high interest rates for it. Now, they have to go out there and get that by giving it to somebody else. So what you need to understand is that normally the Fed would never raise the interest rate by three-quarters of a percent. They've done it three times in a row, and they're threatening to do it again. What am I trying? What point am I trying to make here? I'm trying to make the point that these guys get it. This is bad, and they know how bad it can get. They've seen what happened in the Jimmy Carter era, and they know that it could happen again. But this time, they intend to try to beat the snot out of inflation before it gets there. So it goes on and says, these quantitative tightening measures are applied substantially upward pressure on interest rates with the aim of greater borrowing costs will help bring commercial and consumer demand back in line with supply and temper the current elevated inflation environment. So what they're trying to do is make it more difficult for people to buy and cut back demand. So here we go. That's taking commercial investors and saying, hey, you were buying all these apartment complexes, and you were buying all these rent houses, and you were getting these super low interest rates, so you were willing to pay larger and larger and larger prices, higher and higher and higher prices for these things, because you could get them with a low interest rate that would allow them still to cash flow, make them profitable. Now we're taking away that interest rate. How much? Massive amounts. From two and a half percent interest we could get rate we could get on a loan for apartments now five and a half. I mean that's more than double. So there are people out there right now that are sitting with apartment complexes that their loans are going to come due and they're going to be stuck going from two and a half, two and three quarters, three percent all the way up to five and a half and even as much as six percent interest because their debt to income ratios are bad. And low be it. They're going to get burnt. And when this happens, there's going to be a lot of properties going to come on the market. And people will buy them because there's plenty of pent-up cash. There's plenty of pent-up investments. But it's going to lower the price. 
And I've been taking advantage of that in the last six months. I've purchased properties where the price has gone down every single property I've purchased. And I keep pushing the market to take the prices down lower. And I'm just throwing cash, millions and millions and millions of dollars at these people saying, I'll buy everything you got, you know, if you'll just come down to this price. Just get it down to this price, boom, and I'll buy it. So whatever you got, anybody you've got that wants to sell something, they're willing to bail. They see a problem coming. They understand where the economy's going. They want out. Call Dell. Boom. Call Dell. And I'm willing to buy, but only at that price. Now, I got a report the other day of stuff. There is massive amounts of stuff on the marketplace, just a little bit more expensive than I'm willing to pay. And people are holding out, and they're holding out because the three quarters of a percent they just put into place hasn't taken effect yet. And they're holding out because they don't really believe they'll go up again in November. And they're holding out because they don't believe inflation will continue to go up under all this downward pressure from the Fed. And so the Fed will eventually back off. This is just going to be a short-term little deal. That's what they believe. But my friends, the secret is it's not going to be a short-term little deal. This little puppy is going to go on and on and on. The Fed is fighting it tooth and nail, but they are not going to be able to knock it down once people start buying because. What do I mean by because? Because prices are going up. And I've got to buy what I want before the prices go up. I've seen it in everything I've been buying. I buy lots of stuff for my train hobby. And, man, they've gone up in price. I'm buying lots of stuff for my uh, music hobby, my guitars. Prices are going up. I'm buying stuff for everything I'm doing, my, my landscaping hobby, my pond and koi hobbies. They're all going up. Everything I want to do in life, it's getting more expensive. And so, you know, I've got the money. I could wait and pay more. But, hey, if it's just going to cost more, why not get it now? I know I'm going to get it within six months to a year. Why not just get it now? Get it out of the way before the prices go up. And that's what everybody's going to think. Don't think I'm a brilliant genius guy. Everybody's going to think that. Let's just get it now. It's going to drive inflation harder and harder and harder. Now, what is that doing for investments? The harder we drive inflation, the harder the Fed has to raise interest rates, the higher they have to raise interest rates, and the lower the prices have to be for this stuff to cash flow. And if it can't cash flow, it either has to be purchased all cash at a reduced price because, hey, we're paying cash, we're not paying you full price, or it has to be financed at a lower price so it will actually finance. So the prices are going to have to come down. That's what we're running into. And it's going to get Better, worse, better, worse. And why did I say better, worse? Because if you're on the side over there where you're holding on to a piece of real estate and you've got funky financing, adjustable rate mortgages that are going up every single day on you, every month on you, they're going up. They adjust every month up higher and higher and higher, every quarter higher and higher and higher and higher. Someday that top has got to blow. Boom, you're out. Lose it all. Go broke. I told people now, don't be mad at me. I told people for a year and a half to two years now not to get into these adjustable rate mortgages. You know I have. Look up my radio shows. You'll find them. I've been telling people they're crazy. But no, 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 no. Go to the back of the book. What does it say in the back of my book? No one will ever listen to Dell. They won't. But that's why Dell is mega rich and why they may or may not be, whether they listened or they didn't listen. I know that sounds arrogant, but the truth of the matter is 
I got the experience and I got 50,000 clients out there experimenting. I know I have my finger on the pulse of what's going on. And the bottom line is these prices are going down. That's all there is to it. They're going down. Interest rates are going up. And certain people are going to be in trouble. The ones that didn't heed my warning over the last two years. Now, for us that did heed it, now we're cash rich right now. We're sitting on the sidelines armed and ready to go. We're just waiting. And as these people fall out, as these deals fall out, as just the normal attrition of prices. And that's what's funny. I told you I got this price list of lots, maybe a hundred different deals that were available. And they're all right around the same price. In some states are a little higher and other states are a little lower because there's, you know, a little more demand, a little less demand, but it's pretty much everything's about, it's about the same cap rate, but not where I want to be. And the last couple I've bought are way, way, way above that cap rate, which means they're way, way below that price that people are trying to get. I've made statements that are rather aggressive. Some might even say arrogant, stating that, hey, Dell, how could you possibly know this? The whole world out there has got people 10 times smarter than you. I agree. Maybe a hundred times smarter than you. I agree. How could you know it? Well, I know it because of what it's like to do something that you haven't done. And they haven't done. And they've only sat on the sidelines and watched happen. They've not actually been in it. And I've been through all of this. And I've lived through it and I've invested through it. And I know what's going to happen. I can see it just like clearly as day is light. It's just simple. The bottom line here, guys is that you may or may not take heed of what I'm telling you, which is I'm telling you I'm sitting on sidelines now with cash and good credit, and I'm waiting for these deals to trickle out and fall out and fall out and fall. No, the whole world isn't going to change. This isn't that kind of a recession where the banks all go broke. This is the kind of recession, this is the kind of inflation, like the Jimmy Carter days, where it just slowly but surely erodes away at the basis of everything you believe in financially and everything that you live for and everything you own becomes devalued. If it's liquid cash, stock market funds, 401ks, IRAs become worthless because of inflation. On the other hand, real estate is going to appreciate in value because it's a hard asset which is subject to inflation. However, as it's subject to inflation, there is still the opportunity that people who have financed this stuff incorrectly are going to have to get out of it, are going to need to sell it low right now because the interest rates are above normal. And as long as they keep those interest rates above normal, which I think they're going to keep them even farther than, the, than this above normal, then those opportunities are going to be there for us. And so we can buy greatly inflated valued real estate at massively reduced prices and the sellers aren't going to be able to do anything about it because they got to sell because they're upside down on the financing of the deal. So they're going to get whacked on the deal. Also, the other thing, driver, is that single family homes cannot be purchased by individuals anymore. Why? Interest rates are too high. The average single family owner, the person that would be the homeowner, can't qualify for these loans at these massively high rates. Yeah, they could for a small little dinky home, but that's not what they want. They buy a home because they want their dream home. They can't buy that dream home. Too expensive. The prices are going up radically. The interest rates are going up radically, and they're not going to be able to buy. And so we, the investors, are going to buy all this stuff and turn it into rental properties because they don't have a place to live. They're going to rent from us. Rents are going to go up. 
And this is all created by the Democrats. The Democrats are going to blame the greedy entrepreneurs. We can just go through it in your brain. You see what's going to happen. And they're going to blame the greedy entrepreneurs when they're really the ones that are making it all happen. Now, let's throw some icing on top of this cake. Because if you think it's just an arrogant rant by an old man, listen to this article. Jeff Bezos-backed real estate company is on the buying spree for single-family homes. The real estate investment platform backed by Amazon and co-founder Jeff Bezos has continued ramping up its acquisition of single-family rental homes in several U.S. markets. Arriving Homes, which is their company, acquires single-family homes to use as rental properties, then sells shares of these properties to their investors through its online platform. The demand for rental property shares has grown exponentially in 2022, with a total of 165 properties now funded on the platform, a value of $60 million. The company has invested properties in 20 of the top 100 cities, and it will expand to 40 of the top 100 cities over the next year, most recently arrived, expanding into Nashville, Cincinnati, and Indianapolis. The investment platform is now available to take advantage of. About the arriving homes, the SEC real estate investing platform that allows virtually anyone to buy shares in his single-family properties with investment amounts ranging from one hundred to ten thousand dollars so there you go you can get in with these guys and give away massive amounts of fees massive percentage of your profit blah 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 or do it yourself and make all that money that they're going to be making because they're going to get rich so as we look at this you go down below and you go to the comments and the greatest thing the greatest thing I'd ever heard was this comment that came first. The first comment said, okay, okay, let me see. Inflation and the Fed drive the price and the value of real estate down. Bezos buys all the real estate, turns around and rents it back to us and raises interest rates and makes a ton of profit while the rest of us can't afford to buy a home. He said, you know, I really see the value in that as an economic solution to our country. That guy nailed it. Now, the only reality is somebody's going to do it. And the question is, is it going to be you or are you going to have your money in the stock market, which is right now lower than it was when Biden went into office? Are you going to continue to let your life savings inflate away to no value at all? Maybe 40 percent of what it used to be when the Democrats took power. Is that what you're going to do? Or are you going to get a part of these assets that are inflating in value because they're hard assets, yet you can buy and reduce prices? Can you imagine being able to go to the stock market and say, you know, I'm going to take that $100,000 stock and buy it for 50000 bucks because some idiot that owns it right now has got to get rid of it, and I'm just going to make him an offer for 50000 and they could sell it for fifty grand, even though it's worth a hundred. Could you imagine that? No, you can't because it won't happen because the guys in between the stockbrokers would take all that profit out of the deal and give you the hundred thousand dollar stock for ninety eight. Yes, they would, and you'd think you got a two dollar deal. But my friend, you have to understand this is our time. It's not the money. It's a lot of money. Have a great day. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.